And hey, wherever you're listening to this podcast from, I hope you're doing well. Whether it be under circuit breaker, which is what we call it in Singapore. Lah. But in general terms, if you're under lockdown, I hope you're staying safe, staying healthy and staying sane at home. <laughs> Yeah, and thank you so much for finding us again. Uh, it is Mr. Young and Jackie with you. And we were just itching to get back to this because we had a bit of a chat and a bit of a sit-down with formerly Sandra Riley Tang, now known as Riley. That's right, of the Sam Willows, of course. And it was quite the conversation. We even got up and started dancing at some point. We felt like old friends, I feel. So mm. it was pretty It was pretty cool, yeah. Wow, she's one of those people who are just really, really awesome to talk to. So without further ado, here we go. It's singer-songwriter Riley. Oh, for the love of life. Riley, thank you so much for doing this, man. We really appreciate it. Mm. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> You're so chirpy on this Friday morning. I know. Love it. Love the energy. <laughs> it's overcompensation <laughs> <laughs> for all the tiredness and all the stress. <laughs> yeah. You've been so busy lately. It's been pretty crazy. Yeah. How has the circuit breaker period been treating you so far? Actually, to be very honest, it's kind of like the same. Mm. Except that I don't get to go out and de-stress as much. Right. <laughs> for like an artist like yourself, right? You know, the 9 to 5. Five, nine to six rules don't really apply so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. So, do you do most of your creative work at home so usually i would go to the studio but mm. then like, we just moved to a new place and then we set up a, a studio in our own home so yeah a bit lucky so now i can work from home nice. but that, that means i have to work even more now. yeah <laughs> right i feel like if you have some sort of home setup right you find yourself doing more work especially if you love what you do and you obviously love what you mm-hmm. do right i mean it's also kind of like but sometimes you don't have the excuse like oh i can't go down to the studio today mm-hmm. I, yeah i cannot work you know <laughs> some days you just want to just like scam a little bit and just kind of take a break but the studio is right here so i mean it's good it kind of pushes me to, to make sure i get things done so i i have to ask you are working from home. So you have pets, right? I do. Is it true you have a duck? Oh, I had a duck. Oh. Her name was Potato and she passed yeah. a few months ago. Oh, oh man. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I just yeah. I was going through your Insta and I was like, is that a du-? I thought it was a statue first. Then it was in different <laughs> positions and I was like, no, no, that's an actual real duck right there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry though, but that's She's so cute. so cute. Yeah, she was the best. I would never have ever imagined that a duck could be so affectionate. Uh-huh. Like she would follow me and she wouldn't like being alone. And then somehow oh. she grew up to be very independent. So she was okay being alone and she would lay eggs every day. Um, yeah, oh. she was the sweetest. Wow. Right. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. That is so cool. Free duck eggs. How did a duck come into your life? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I have a friend who's a farmer. Uh-huh. And then there was one day, okay, basically the story was that there was an Indonesian restaurant that was selling balut. Mm. And then what happened was over a, a, a long weekend or a holiday or something, basically did, something went wrong and all the eggs hatched. Wow. So they ended up with a lot of ducklings, like hundred over. So they contacted all like the little farms in Singapore to say, hey, who can take the ducks? And then so he got a bunch as well. He got like a lot. And then he just, hey, you want a duck? I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, how? <laughs> That's not something you hear every day. Hey, you yeah, want right. a duck? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm like, how do you even take care of a duck? Yeah. I'm like, how? And then I was quite reluctant at first. I'm like, how would you even take care of a duck in an apartment, you know? Yeah. And then uh, I went down and then um, I saw the three ducks that he had there. I'm like, oh, they're so cute. <laughs> and then 
I read up about it, and apparently ducks can drink beer. What? And, like they can get drunk from beer. Yeah, they can. <laughs> so they can process the beer, and they and and it's okay for them. And then they get drunk. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get a duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, your duck was your drinking buddy. <laughs> but then, but then when she grew yeah. up, like and she became an adult, and I could yeah. feed her beer. She didn't like it. Oh, <laughs> she grew out of the beer. Huh? Yeah, she yeah. outgrew the beer. Oh, oh, no. So <laughs> it was so sad. The only reason I got a duck <laughs> ended up <laughs> not working out. <laughs> so, so you have a dog, you have a cat, you have a bird, and you had a duck. Yes, correct. <laughs> How did they all get along? Did they all get along, or was there moments where they're like, you know, I eye you, you eye me? <laughs> <laughs> um, they basically tolerate each other. Yeah. Like most families. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Touche, tolerate, yes. yeah, tolerate each other. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of cute. I mean, sometimes they they play in a very interesting manner, mm. um, especially the dog and the cat, Nacho and Ruffles. Um, yeah, but Ruffles is like a really, really old man now. I've had him for like ten years. Mm. Yeah, but so he just he's he's the one that doesn't want to play at all. And Nacho's like, hey, 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 right. you want to play with me? You want to play with me? And then Ruffles like, and then the paw comes up and he's like a really the swipe kind of thing. And then it just goes back and forth. It's Wait, cute. sorry, yeah. what are their names again? Potato, a oh, potato was the duck. Potato right? was the duck, yes. Ruffles. And then Dorito is the little cockatiel that looks like Pikachu. <laughs> um, and then Nacho's the dog, and Ruffles is the cat. You just name them all after chips. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow they all just kind of link. Uh, all the names kind of link to each other. I love it. They're like one big family, or yeah. y'all are oh. like one big family. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, we are. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my Nacho. Nacho's like, what's going on? Macho, I've been Nacho. forced to do Zoom <laughs> against my will. <laughs> yeah, like the one too. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my gosh, that is the most adorable thing. He's the sweetest. He's really like, everything that I wanted in a dog, he became. He's so cuddly. He Aww. plays fetch. And then like, you know, he does all the dog things. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cute. Like, he, like when he wants to play, he'll just grab a toy and then he'll come to you and then he'll nudge the toy in your face. Like, hey, hey, throw it. Hey, it's playtime. <laughs> yeah. It's playtime. Ah! <laughs> okay, let's yeah. just do the rest of the interview with the dog. With Nacho. Okay, yeah, okay. In, in, in the video. Let's see if I can get my dogs in here. I don't know where they are. I don't know. So, uh, Nacho, how is it living with Riley? Uh, He's not very talkative today. Uh, okay, yeah. so Riley, yes. Riley. I feel like you've been to the Power 98 studios before, right? I think you yes, were interviewed by JK and Mike. Uh, yes, and Dikosh. Oh, and Dikosh. There you go. Mm, okay. But right. for whatever reason, our paths have never crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Why? That's, it's crazy, that's right? all, all it took was a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all. Yeah, that's all it took. Yeah. Maybe that's why all this is happening so that we can meet. Oh, you know? stop, stop. No. It must be, I guess. There must be a reason for uh, it. But can you yeah. tell us a little bit about, I, I'm curious to know, what was the process like making the album? Yeah, like what's the creative process like for you when it comes to coming up with your music? So I have an EP coming up. Mm. Hi. So that's yeah. what I'm working on. That'll be my debut EP. Mm. I've released three singles already. So um, I released Burn. That was my first debut single. And then Mbai and Love Me Like That just like a month ago. So I was in LA two, one. If I honestly, I don't know what year it is. <laughs> two, it was last, last November. So that was like uh-huh. one year-ish. So I was there. I was writing all these songs. Mm. So I wrote about seven songs and hopefully at least five will make it into the EP. Mm. So it has been a very long process. So it's, it's kind of strange because like when I was there and I was writing and this was one and a half years ago and like when you're writing that kind of like it's a summation of my time there and like my experiences. But then it, the whole process is actually quite long. Mm. Um, 
as much as you know i would have loved to release the music a lot sooner but because there's a lot of planning and stuff like that um yeah i'm excited to get this ep out because you know it has been a long process and um that was really a story of of a then of almost a year ago and uh, i really want to get this story out so i can write new music and yeah it has been a, a very very interesting process I mean, oh no i'm lagging again you guys are lagging <laughs> The internet is crazy today. I don't understand. Because everyone is using the internet from home, so I think the internet providers, they are you know, feeling the strain, right? Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. So, uh, looking back at your music career, I mean, from the Sam Willows to now, and especially when you came out as a solo artist, right? Was that moment like sort of a, I don't know, a rebirth? Uh, what was that process like? And, you know, in terms of crafting sort of, uh, the new Riley, how did that process come about? Was it crazy? Were you stressing out? I'm sure there must have been a lot of stress. <laughs> Actually, you, you pretty much just answered my question. Now. Oh, really? So, <laughs> fun fact, there was about almost exactly a year ago that I debuted as Riley. Before that, everyone would uh, know me as Sandra from the Sambalos. Mm. And I, I knew that if I wanted to break out and become a solo artist, and also there's this whole other part of me that people haven't really seen in my art or in my music, and I decided to come up with the name Riley because Sandra Riley Tang is pretty damn long. <laughs> <laughs> and double R because extra. La. So oh. you know, one, two R's one. <laughs> and I had to change, um, change everything. So I did a revamp and I don't even remember the, um, the single art for Burn. It was really crazy. Yes, it was yes. like, I knew it had to be, it had to have an impact. Mm. Um, I didn't care whether people hated it or loved it, but I wanted a strong reaction. So that's kind of what I did. And I was very afraid because in, before I, I debuted, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do have white hair. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have like crazy like makeup, you know, dragon spine makeup and like on fire coming from my finger. And then as we were shooting the, the single art, suddenly I was like, actually, you think it's too much? <laughs> do you think people you know, think it's too much? <laughs> So I had a lot of self-doubt and it really went back and forth. I mean, I always have this image in my mind. And then when it comes down to like shoot day, I'm like, actually, actually, you think too much. And I'm afraid that people might not like it or people might not get it. And I didn't want it to have a negative, you know, mm. uh, impact. But in the end, you really just have to trust your gut and just go with it. And that's kind of what I did. It, was, it has been very, very nerve-wracking with every single song and every single release. It's like, ah, I got this idea, but is it too much? Yeah. And I just figured, you know what? It's fine. That's just me. I'm just too much. So yeah. take it a leap. <laughs> I love it. It's great yeah. that you say that because, you know, when we see you like on media, on social media, stuff like that, and you see this, oh man, she, she looks like she knows exactly what she's doing. She's so confident. <laughs> she's a powerful woman. But, you know, I, I feel like for a lot of artists, as well a lot of them when they put out their work they're going to be like are people going to like this are people going to like this <laughs> is that is that true to say oh 100 percent. i mean i can't speak for everybody but i from a lot of people that i know and a lot of musicians and artists that is 100 percent it like mm. you know like we are always i mean ultimately you want to make art for yourself but you also want to make art for other people mm. that people can relate to mm. and i mean it's 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 also like art and business you know yeah. so you kind of have to balance that out um so it has, it has been very interesting and as much as I, people see me as, you know, really confident, like, oh, she knows what she's doing, you know, she's like, wow, 100% self-confidence and everything. And I, I really love that and I always want to kind of portray that even though, you know, I really 
am not 100% that and I'm working towards that. Obviously, you know, I think we all are trying to work mm-hmm. towards having more self-belief and building your own self-esteem and loving yourself 100%. And mm-hmm. I'm still on that journey and I have really, really grown over the seven, eight years. It, it was way worse before, but yeah, you know, I'm growing into myself and I'm quite oh. excited to see where this will take me that's awesome i haven't reached my final form you know (laughs) i think we're all like a work in progress right i don't think we're ever we always have to give ourselves something to look forward to and to work towards otherwise we're just stagnant like what what Mm -hmm. what is our purpose Mm -hmm. after that right exactly let's take you back to when you first started your music career did you always know music was going to be my thing or was it more of okay i'll do this on the side and if it takes off it takes off if not then i have this other thing Oh, I guess for me, I'm a very adaptable person. I don't like doing the same thing over and over again. Mm. So it's quite, I mean, you're watching on social media, I'm just doing new things all the time. Yeah. Not because like, I'm like, ooh, you know, she's doing new things because she's good at it or whatever. It's just because I'm bored of like the other things. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I have a problem of not um, completing projects. That, that is my huge problem because I love trying new things. I start everything and I might not finish it. Mm. So I started to knit, I started to paint, but then like I stopped halfway. So like my blanket is like this size. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Go to something new. And I'm basically a jack of all trades, but like mm. master of none. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but you know. <laughs> and I think when we first started um, doing music, I was actually in the corporate world. Mm. I, I had been working for about four years. I was two years in sales and marketing. I was a team manager. And then I became a assistant business manager in a production company mm. for a year and a half. So wow. I also started singing quite late. I started singing only like when I was 16 years old. And even then, I didn't really think I could sing. I just try, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then I met the Willows. I met the rest of them. And then we just started doing this for fun. And then when it was in the first year where we got the call, I don't know, we didn't get a call. We were going to release an EP. Mm. And then um, John basically applied to South by Southwest. Mm. And we got it. And wow. they said, that, yeah, come, you're going to come play for it. Uh, the festival I'm like Whoa, that's crazy <laughs> I remember that day so clearly I was living in my parents house and I woke up my bed and we were on the call I'm like what we're going to Texas it was really really crazy and um, yeah and then I told my boss like, uh, actually I need to take me for three weeks and then <laughs> he was like what and then I was like, okay, like, actually, you know what? I think I quit. Like. I just quit. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I took that leap of faith and I never looked back. And then I basically oh. just kept doing music ever since. Oh, that's crazy. If the boss don't give you three weeks and like, you know what? Quit. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never, la, never. La. It's okay. <laughs> Do you have yeah. any advice for someone who sort of, you know, has that dream? Because I remember a time when... Local music was like a dirty word. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Because you would have been like, well, how old? Uh, in the early 2000s. 2000s, I'll be my teens. Did you have any local heroes? Did you uh, take inspiration from anybody in terms of the local music scene? Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of local bands then. Like, mm. I remember listening on the radio, there was um, Shalina and the Unexpected. They had a song, Windows or something. You remember that? I don't even remember And then remember there was the Good oh Fellas. Ah, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, there were like local tracks on the mm. radio. And, you know, there was like, oh, they're so cool. But it was so rare. It was really yeah. like 1%. And I remember when we first started. And then we were we literally just started on the first year. And then uh, I remember we were in a, a like music shop. And then mm. they were asking. We were buying some equipment. And then the uncle was like, oh, what do y'all do? And we're like, oh, actually, you know, we're, we're kind of musicians. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, you do cover or like originals? And I was like, oh, actually, we, you know, we're doing original music. And he was like, I cannot work one, cannot work one. <laughs> <laughs> and I 
And then we were a little bit like taken aback and he was like, you know what? Uncle has been there before. Uncle used to be in a band, okay? But I'm telling you, you cannot do music in Singapore. It's not possible. Original. You want to do, you go play like covers or whatever. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and we for the vote of confidence. Yeah, exactly. So we were like, well. ah, <laughs> so rude. You just watch us. <laughs> um, I hope do you remember did, what yeah. song that was? Did you go back? <laughs> no, I cannot remember. It was oh. one of those smaller like, yeah, it wasn't one of the bigger chains of okay. uh, music equipment. I, I really cannot remember, but I remember how they said it. And I, and I felt a little bit insulted, a little bit disappointed. Mm. Yeah. But then at the same time, a little bit of drive to like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, can't, I know I can't get that uncle, your imitation of the uncle, cannot work one. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. It's a visual now. <laughs> ah, you just remember the uncle. But yeah, yeah. And, and I think the scene has grown so much. Mm. I remember then there was so little. And I mean, what was the pop band then as well, right? It was always like rock, indie rock, yep. um, all the underground scene. And when we came out, we were like, so what are we? Like, we were, we were too indie for Mediacorp. And then we were, we were too like pop, like too commercial for the, like, for the indie scene. So we were like, where? What are we? What kind of music are we doing? Yeah. And then more and more bands came up. And it yeah. was really awesome and we were helping each other and I remember then also when we first started Shigashe was doing great things and um, like you know he helped us and supported us as well. Oh my god I remember Shigashe when he was a child like I remember <laughs> him when he was so young and you know like uh, what was it we did one event on the beach one time and then I, I met him for the first time he's like hey Mr. Young how are you and you know when he raps he has that low voice. <laughs> I will always remember him as that kid. Was it Limpe? Yeah, was it Limpe? Was it Like, he's like the super nicest guy. I've always had a great impression of him. And to see him grow from yeah. like then to yeah. now, like what he's doing, man. Shiga, Charlie, yeah, you know, yeah. they really supported us when we first started out. And they were basically like, oh my God. You know, we, were, we wanted to follow in their footsteps. All of y'all have come so far. It's brilliant. I'm really yeah. proud. Thank God. I mean, it has been eight yeah. years. If we haven't really done anything, it'd be quite sad. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. Uh, look at the bright side. Y'all have come so far and you're doing so much. So it's it's great, man. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So what about internationally? Who inspires you? What artists do you look at and go, hmm, yeah, Ooh. I like that. You know, you know, it's so weird. But like whenever people ask me those kind of questions, like, oh, who's your favorite artist? What's your favorite movie? Mm. What's your favorite this? I, I struggle. Like, I really struggle to give you like sure. one answer because <laughs> like there's so it's many. Hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. And then yeah. I get in my mind, it's like, wow, so many. <laughs> What's the most recent thing that has inspired you? Be it a TV show, a movie, a, hmm. an artist? Ah. Uh... Oh no, you see, it's happening again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but okay, usually it comes from various places. Mm. Um, sometimes it just could be a track that my friend has introduced to me that is like, um, not like a, a, like a blown up artist. It's mm. one of those that I'm an upcoming artist. I'm like, wow, that's, that's awesome. Or sometimes it could be on TikTok and I'm like, hey, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or on Instagram and like just scrolling in the explore feed and then I see some random artist. I'm like, oh, actually that, that, that's pretty inspiring as well. So it's funny because I think I feel that nowadays I don't get as inspired by people who kind of really made it, but I get inspired by people who are also trying because mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, originality and yeah, it's very inspirational. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's a lot more of that coming out because of so many platforms like Instagram, TikTok mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. mentioned now we can see these people yeah. last time when we didn't yeah. have all this social media we didn't know but now everybody's just yeah. doing their own thing and, and you get Crazy. really caught up in it when you start scrolling you're like oh my god three <laughs> hours later you wh- can't where did my time go yeah. Yeah, like, 
I just can't stop. It's addictive. You remember the first time you were on TikTok? You're like, I want to do this as long, but I don't. Yeah, want to, yeah. I know. I refuse. Yeah, I refuse. Yeah. Yeah. I refuse to go on TikTok. And then you start, and you're like, actually quite funny, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then two hours later, you're still scrolling. Yeah. You're still scrolling. Yeah. It sucks you in. The people. Yeah. 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 It's just like. Uh, yeah. And then you're like, take it. I'm like, I'm lost. <laughs> and when you, yeah. when you first like um download the app, right? Like on your explore page, it's not like the big people because mm. you don't follow anyone, right? So it's yeah. like a lot of random nonsense. Like, yeah. Really, so bad that it's so funny kind yeah. of stuff that you just get stuck in, and it's so great. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Talking about TikTok, we are gonna get you to teach us your love me like a oh, TikTok uh. dance in just a bit, all right? In just oh, a bit. Oh yeah. Be- before before <laughs> we get there though, uh, let's talk about keeping fit and keeping healthy. And like you. Every time I see, you know, uh, your social media, right? You're talking about doing stuff like yoga, like Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Have you always been an active sort of a person? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, since I was a kid in school. <laughs> so, sorry, I just thought of something funny. <laughs> Which I love- I'm going to tell you about now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she has to now because she laughed at it. So now we want to know what you're laughing at. Sorry, sorry. Okay, so um, in primary school, um, I was a librarian. Because you know you get to chop the books, and that was like the <laughs> coolest thing you could do then. And then when I went to secondary school, I had options of two things. Because my sister, um, in a different school, she was a netballer, so she mm-hmm. joined netball. And then I was deciding between that, and then my parents were pushing me to join the harmonica ensemble. <laughs> harmonica ensemble. Yeah. Okay. So then I was like, I don't know, that's cool though. Yeah. But, so. I, <laughs> So I ended up um, joined and become I, I joined netball. So I became a netballer and then I played rugby in school as well. Touch rugby and I did a lot of PE was my favorite subject. But basically, mm, let's just put it that. same. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, oh yeah, right. I look forward. I would see when was PE on the timetable. <laughs> the rest can forget yes! it. Right? I don't care about math or science or anything. Exactly. <laughs> Like on the days when there's no PE, you kind of like, maybe today I'm a bit sick. I don't want to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> right? You make up an illness um, or a sickness. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, feeling... Um, and then, yeah, I just kept going. I just really enjoy doing sports and just being active. I think maybe just because I cannot sit down. Like, I just mm. can't be, you know, just not do anything. And I got a lot older and then that's when I found yoga and I thought, I was like, wow, this is really hard. Like, how come I cannot just sit still? And that idea really intrigued me. And I couldn't even touch my toes when I first went for a first class. I was like, what is this? And everyone else was like, so easy. I'm like, how? How? And then, yeah, and then that kind of got me hooked because I realized that I was so bad at it that I wanted to get good at it. And then mm. I started doing yoga and then, I, you know, I did CrossFit for a bit as well. Mm. And then I tried Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which I also fell in love with because it was the same thing I started doing. I'm like, how is this really small girl like kicking my butt? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah. you know, I wanted to learn more about it. But it was, it was really awesome. And then recently, I just picked up wakeboarding. So oh. um, that's oh, awesome. Nice. The mm. wake park is near my house. Have you gone to Batam wakeboard, uh, Wake Park? No, never. I, I haven't tried it. It's awesome. It's all day and then it's cable ski. So I heard I heard that they yeah. come and pick you up when you fall. Yeah, so you just float there and then you wait for the the, the same when fall like like far away you have to walk back on your own. Yes, exactly. That's a workout in itself. It's fun to cable mm-hmm. ski, but then when you fall on the, at the other end of the park and it's like ah crap, <laughs> you gotta just wait. Pick yeah. up the yeah. It, I, or if they're too busy, then you just gotta walk back, lor. 
It's just more exercise for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's really fun. Like, I, I never thought I would do something like that, but mm. it's been great. So now cool. that we are in Circuit Breaker and there's no, you know, BJJ classes, you can't go out, you can't go wakeboarding, mm. how have you been keeping fit at home? Like, you wrestle with Nacho. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do actually. I'm like, mm. and we take fetch with him. And then we play tug of war. He's actually surprisingly very, very strong. Like, if, so we do this little fun thing where we have this rope and then he's just his toy. And then he likes yeah. to play tug, right? So instead yeah. of using our hands, we use our toes to see how strong our grip of our toe grip is. <laughs> He'll try to like fight with our toes. Yeah, but he usually wins that. He's that strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think That's too this, cute. This, <laughs> this circuit breaker, I've been just doing more yoga, actually. Mm. Surprisingly, even though like, you know, we get more time to rest and stuff like that, I have been quite stressed as well. Mm. So I think yoga has been a, a really good, uh, something that I can turn to because I can't do the extreme sports. I can't go and do wakeboarding because usually that was, whenever you go wakeboarding, you know, you don't think about anything else because you just focus on not falling in your face because yeah. it hurts. <laughs> mm. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> I, I, think, I think yoga has been a really, really good time, especially in this time we get to reflect, we get to be kind of enjoy the- oh no okay. you guys are lagging oh no he's lagging okay we'll ride through this we'll ride through this wave together let's just all focus our mental energies sort the wi-fi out what's happening what is happening we're good we're good Okay. Uh, there hasn't there hasn't been one interview that i've done that hasn't lagged so oh is it it's been oh, okay. pretty crazy okay, even so like we- live shows that you're like eh, 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 eh. <laughs> Like how many live shows have you done since the Circuit Breaker? Um, there was the Earth Hour one, mm. and then there's one more, um, and they're just like interviews, or just like podcasts, and then I have one more show coming up. It's like so different, right? Like performing from your home, and then you have to, it's this whole entire acoustic vibe already, and it's, it's just a different performance. La. Actually, to be honest, I love it. Eh. Yeah? It's, it's more intimate, is it? Yeah, and then I don't have to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> I really love it. See, like, look at us. We all have to leave our house, but we can still, you know. I feel like I've seen more people this month than (laughs) usually. I'm like, okay, let's get on a call. So much. (laughs) Yeah, man. Let's say we're quitting our radio jobs and doing podcasting. This is way (laughs) more fun. It it just doesn't pay as well. Unless, Uh, see, that's uh, what they said about music. But then, uh, maybe... (laughs) I I was basically just the uncle telling myself, you cannot do this. (laughs) Cannot yeah, make money, yeah. one. I, I just told myself that. Okay. Did do you enjoy the process of learning and creating new, you know, dance moves, uh, choreography? You, you know, like like doing TikTok videos is like super tiring. Like, yeah. <laughs> like at least imagine? for me, like I'm like sweating, like sweating. Can I can I say balls? <laughs> yeah, sure. you can say balls for sure. Balls yeah. of sweat. Like, <laughs> that's a visual well, I wouldn't put it that way yeah, yeah. oh yes yes oh I meant I thought you meant something else okay yes correct <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you can say that no I meant uh, the sweat the size of the ball yeah, you see yeah, uh, like, it's correct like the sweat droplets is like balls yes. falling from the sky yes <laughs> I feel like TikTok has only just come into our lives and all of a sudden it's become this ridiculously addictive thing. For me, it's watching, not so much doing because I feel like I I, I have to take the comedy route if I want to do this because I'm not doing these dances and looking good. Oh, you 100% could do it. I really 
everything you should do it. There's so many. There's like the acting ones and like magic ones. Mm. There's like conversational ones, and then there's like you know like the meme ones. There's so many different things you can do, and you're hundred percent both of you could definitely do it. But like so much effort like that. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that that is the thing. Like so much yeah. effort. I look at these like TikTokers, right? Like one day they like post like five six videos. I'm like, how? Yeah, I do yeah. like once a week. I damn shit really, you know. Like mm-hmm. that's how much time they have on their hands, I guess. <laughs> exactly right. Like I feel like you just yeah. need to have the time to commit to it, and then you know use it as a platform to further mm. your brand name or your career or whatever it is. Well, if I can call it a career, yeah. isn't it weird that in 2020 you're talking about Instagram and TikTok? Very and- weird. That's a career, right? It's so crazy. Like, honestly, like, I don't know if anyone ha- would have expected this. It's weird. It's really weird that like, you can make money just by doing random things on it. Literally <laughs> doing random things. Yeah. You know, like, and True filming that. yourself. And then you can make money off that. Yeah. Insane. Do you think it's a bubble? Do you think it's a fad and it'll go away in, you know, 10, 20 years? Or do you think it's here to stay? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would just keep changing. Um, mm. But this idea of user-created content... I don't think it'll go away. Mm. It's just gonna get bigger and bigger, and it's just in different forms. But it won't go away. Well, I feel like it really does, though. It opens the doors of creativity in that. Oh, I never knew I could do something like this, you know, in this way, in that way, and make it funny and relevant mm-hmm. to everybody. So, in a way, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. you know, like artists when they first start, oh, they are just pouring all their uh, creativity out there, right? And then as the years go by, you realize some artists they okay, they rest on their laurels or they just have the same sound year after year. I, I feel like it is. Something like that, like you're forced to, oh, create things in a different way now mm-hmm. that there's this TikTok. And then when Instagram exactly. first came out or when Facebook first came out. so yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember when all our photos used to be square? Yes. And yes. heavily like filtered with like sepia, with like the yeah, vignette. Yeah. 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 Oh my what God. What a strange time. I kind of love it and hate it at the same time that we're being forced to, to evolve like <laughs> so rapidly and so quickly. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's good because, you know, change is always good. But at the same time, like, as an artist, sometimes I struggle with, like, am I really creating what I want to create or mm. am I creating it just because of a trend, because I'm trying to chase something? Um, yeah, I think that is a, a common, you know, thought that struggle. a lot of creators have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The struggle is real. <laughs> Indeed. This is like first world problems. It is. Like, it really is a little bit sometimes. So in the same vein, speaking of like the future and stuff like that, what's next for Riley? Okay, so what's coming up is that I'm working on finishing the EP. So hopefully that will come up within the next few months. I mean, who knows? I really don't. Hopefully when this whole circuit breaker thing is over, um, maybe more shows um, in Singapore, maybe a concert, and then maybe traveling around the region as well, hopefully. Wow. But yeah. I think I've really barely started, even though it's so strange. It's like I just hit my, my first year anniversary of, you know, be, being a, a solo artist. Yeah. But I feel like I barely scratched the surface and I'm just excited to do more. Nice. And we can't wait to hear more. Oh, no. I'm lagging again. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you were lagging, it was a nice pose you were yeah, in anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Like, I, I have this thing where like, my in-between faces are actually very ugly. <laughs> and I have this thing that like, candid shots of me are always horrible. Like, especially on stage, like, photographers are trying to take candid shots of me. Like, if they can get a good shot, right, I really like kowtow to you because <laughs> my in-between faces and it's, it's horrible. It's really like... Uh, oh, and it froze right there. It froze right there. It's very, very bad. <laughs> 
It's like that, you know, uh, Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother, he never has a bad shot. Yeah. He's always holding his tie. Yeah. I'm the complete opposite. Mr. Yell always has closed eyes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That. I don't know why. I must close my eyes a lot. Correct. Yeah. I feel you because it's the same way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Riley, thank you so much for spending some time with yeah. us here on this afternoon. We really appreciate it. This is so much fun. Thanks for doing it. No, thank you so much for having me. It was yes. so fun. I can't believe we've only done this after eight years, nine years. I don't know how long it's been. Right? Like, we never interviewed the Sam Willows. We never, like, mm. it, it's kind of crazy. The only, okay, you know what? The only interaction that I've ever how had. How come you never interviewed us? <laughs> don't like us. <laughs> The first time I ever came in contact with the Sam Willows was, I think, I remember this very clearly. It was Norel. She spilled a beer on me at some event at uh, Year End Party. Yeah. It was like a fleeting sort of a, oh, hey, hi, nice to meet you. Oops. And that's it. She probably doesn't even remember it because, you know, it was so like. Where's it the worst? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Right. But that's great though. Yeah. But that's that's actually quite a, a great story. a great story to yeah. tell. I guess. Now you just have to interview her and then you have to see. You need to try to like see if she remembers, you know, like, oh, do you remember the first time we met? And then yeah. see what she says. Probably not. That's the thing. <laughs> Since then I had met Ben at uh Evolve. Because he used to go... I don't know if he still does. Oh, you go to Evolve too? I used to go to Evolve as well. Yeah, yeah. I went to... I, do, I don't go anymore. La. Um, too expensive. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Did you do Muay Thai or did you do BJJ? Muay Thai, boxing. So yeah, you do all the, the, the groundwork, right? I do all the stand-up. Uh, stand-up, yeah. Yes, I actually started with Muay Thai. I did like oh. three classes and I can't... Hmm. What was it about the ground game that hooked you and not yeah. the stand-up game? Oh, because I'm lazy and then if you play the ground <laughs> game, you get to sit down and lie down. <laughs> That's the best answer ever. Yeah. It's oh true. Isn't it true? And then now when I try Muay Thai, I'm like, I can't. It's too tiring. It's like 50. Then, ah, 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 yeah. ah, ah, oh, I can't. I can't. Most people say, oh, I love the mental game. You know, it's like chess on the ground. So, no, no, like, Lizzie, I want to lie down. Yeah. That's what it is. I lie on my back. Ah, you, come, you, you come on top. You take top position. Come. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping it real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Riley, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, one day we'll get you in the studio where there's no lag and we'll do this properly. Yeah. yeah, please keep safe. Thank you so much. It was so fun. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for having me. What a fun gal to talk to, huh? You know what's uh, interesting as well is because when we did this, we did it via video chat, right? Yeah. And like it just kept cutting out. But it, I think this is one of the funnest interviews we had under <laughs> the circumstances. So I think it, everything happens for a reason, you know? Absolutely. So I <laughs> yeah. think some of our local telco companies, you know, our broadband yeah. companies, please sponsor <laughs> us. Please sponsor our guests as well. And uh, we'll happily drop your name on the podcast. In any case, though, I think that these sort of interviews are going to be, well, they are the norm now because we're all on lockdown or 
circuit breaker, whatever the hell you call it in your part of the world. Working from home. Man, I love it. And like Riley said as well, I feel like there's a sense of comfort because you're in your surroundings. You're not in like a studio, you have to go somewhere, you know. Yeah. Or incidentally, what you didn't hear from the podcast is the part where she taught us how to do the dance from her latest single, Love Me Like Her, oh which is a huge thing on TikTok. There are specific dance moves and everything. If you want to go check us out trying her moves, obviously she's really good at them, but we not so much, right? <laughs> um, yeah, sometime next week, we are putting out a video on our Facebook page. So maybe you're listening to it right now and it's already up because, you know, who knows when you're listening to this podcast. Uh, just go to our Facebook page, Mr. Young and Jackie. That's M-I-S-T-E-R-Y-O-U-N-G and J-A-C-Q-U-I. You can find our Find Your Fit series. And yes, one of them, we did her dance. She teaches us how to do her Love Me Like a dance. And wherever you're listening to us from, thank you so much for lending us your ears. Please subscribe to us on Spotify and just listen to our podcast from wherever you are. Apple Podcasts as well. Drop a subscribe. Give us five stars. Only if you think we deserve it. Yeah. And we'll catch up with you again in two weeks. Oh, for the love of life. <laughs>